Welcome to Resilient Love Podcast. Join hosts Quentin and Brianna as they discuss tips on love, life, and business. Let's get into this next episode. Hey, everybody. We're back with another episode of Resilient Love. Um, so you guys already know we are going to start off with the question of the day. So the question of the day says, what has been your most challenging part? What has been the most challenging part of your week? I'll go first. The challenging part of my week um was really just keeping um the time frames. What I mean by that is, you know, I might have said, okay, Monday's focus activity is record a video. Tuesday's focus activity, read such and such book. And so things began to pop up. And that's something that I need to work on. When uh when I have something already written, what is written is the law versus other people's things are like a pop-up. So I have to learn how to respectfully decline so that I can get what I need to get done. I think that was my overall challenge. Having my own agenda, but then letting other people's agenda interfere with my own. Mm. What about you? Mine's kind of a Mm two-part. One being time management. Mm-hmm. just you know you get tired with the woes of life and you just, just mm-hmm. get tired mm-hmm. you get tired some days and you just burnt out yeah um and it caused you to lack it causes for me my challenge was feeling like i didn't get enough accomplished each day mm-hmm. so not feeling um a sense of contentment with the day, like still feel like something's carrying over to the next day each day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, time management. So, you know, and also the second part of that is just trying to go through old files, declutter office space, switch things around. Um, that's been a challenge, but made it through but it's been a challenge you just really never you know i'm learning to declutter my office space or workspace along the way Mm -hmm. got you you know i think that the reason why we want to start off with that question is because you can sometimes not reflect and that's something that we really um we do that in our home but really taking more time to acknowledge what you did and did not accomplish and what were the factors that caused that not to work out. So yeah, we want you guys in the comments to let us know what was something challenging during your week? How were you able to overcome it? What did you learn from it? We can all learn something from each other around this topic because you know it's always, we definitely advocate for talking about the positive, but we also have to be realistic and say, yes, it was a good week, but I shoulda, coulda, 
would have did that too had this not occurred. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, I think I want to add one more sidebar. Having those, I want to say, I don't want to say the word barriers, but what I'm trying to say is having that plan B in place. Like sometimes people shut down the plan B idea, but what I mean is, okay, let's just say you wanted to record at five o'clock. Well, at 5 p.m., a phone call came in and it, it took your attention. Instead of just writing off the recording, having that buffer time, thank you, Lord, having that buffer time to say, if I don't do it at 5, I gave myself a gap on Thursday to still do it at 5 o'clock Thursday. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I said Tuesday. But it truly can still get done Thursday at five. So I think that's a, a strategy I want to share with everybody. Because this is something I'm implementing for my next week, actually having buffer time. So in the event plan A does not work, I gave myself a buffer to ensure it still gets done. Right. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, also just, just doing more blackout for example. Time blocking, yeah. Time blocking, an uh, actual timer using your phone timer. Like we have so many resources right, right here. here. Everything is all in one. But most times, and I'll say that we get consumed with using it with stuff that really doesn't add value. value. Um, so time blocking. Implementing a timer for each activity you're doing. If you're going to do 30 minutes, time yourself. Once the clock is at 30 and it's done, let it go. Let it go. Continue it. You know, mark where you left off and where to pick back up at. Mm -hmm. Move on. You know, I want to give a shout out to my career counselor from NCCU. Um, I'm going to drop her name in the comments. But she was a really good counselor. Hopefully... I can still get in contact with her just to say, hey, because she was the one who really taught me time management strategies. However, and this is really tying into our topic today, you have to um, not forget yeah. what you know to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you knew to do that. But for some reason, and, and, and maybe the word forget is not the best word, but sometimes you get consumed or consumed, entangled, entangled, caught up, but in other stuff that you forget, you have the strategy. You actually yeah. know what to do. So, and this is something we talk about quite often, is that most times it's not you, it's what you allow. Right. So that's and, it. And we always use this term is never let external factors determine internal what's going on internally. Yeah. Va basically, the variable is on the outside. You have to remain the constant. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord gave me that phrase. I am the constant. And anything around me is the variable. So it, for my science people out there, you guys remember that the constant stays the same. But the variables, the variables change. 
So really recognizing like I have to remain the same in this situation and not allow the work related or the relational situation or the personal situation begin to take me off my focus. Yeah. So listen, we can get hype. We need to take a break. Let's go ahead and listen to our uh, sponsors. Today, I want to talk about a life asset tool and a financial tool. Yes, life insurance. Life insurance can be one of the most beneficial tools you can have in your tool belt. It helps your family not be in financial distress in your absence. And it also can be used as a financial tool. So today, go ahead and check out Policy Genius to go ahead and add this as an asset to your life and a tool to be in your tool belt for when times shift that you are prepared. Back. Um, let's go into our main topic. We kind of really jumped into a little bit, but Quentin, tell them what are we talking about today. Well, today we're talking about um just being aware of the little things. Yes, yes. Um I think one one it's one thing not to know, but it's another to know. Once you're aware, there's a certain type of accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and responsibility moving forward. Um, kind of like, you know, God's expectation of us. Mm-hmm. When we don't know as a babe, grace. Mm-hmm. But once we become aware, aware the circumstances change. There's more accountability yeah. in your awareness. Yes. Yeah. And it's more God expects more of you since you know better you know we say the phrase if you know better you do better right Mm -hmm. but and even sarah j roberts she says that you know she said like when she uses the reference of eve in the car in the garden you know she knew better but she didn't do better and so that story for those that may not know about the story it comes in the book of genesis where god gave direction but the direction was not followed And I think that in your relationships, in your work-related relationships as well, you know what you're supposed to do, but you don't do it. You know, I heard the phrase said, and I think we all guilty of it at some point, the shortcut. Mm -hmm. You know, the the book says do it like this, but here's the shortcut. Most people get by life thinking they can cheat the system. However... You can't cheat the system. You may cheat the system today, but that cheat code that you put in will cost you five years or X, Y, Z. It's going to cost you more than it's worth. Yeah, my mind is falling on work right now. I know we talk about relationships, but work has its own relational Mm -hmm. uh, structure, too. Yeah, and it affects relationships because, you know, when you are training somebody, I I used to be a trainer at Chick-fil-A. And when you are training somebody, especially me having that specific role as a hospitality leader, right? I was training people on not just the front of the house rules, such as register protocol, food handling protocol, but I was also talking to them about people handling. You know, we don't, we, we sometimes, we are really... We don't really take care of people like we should. You know, 
people handling. And I use that word very specifically because I wanted you all to catch that how we handle people is not correct. The little things, that's our topic. So when you are rude to somebody and they're ordering their food, you are mishandling people. When you are asked a question, but you are snappy with your response, you are mishandling the person. However, and those, those are more common of how people mishandle. The other party is, and it can be, the reason I want to bring this up is because it's more passive usually, mm -hmm. is that, let's just say Chick-fil-A example. Go ahead. You forget all my sauces. Mm -hmm. I have multiple orders that usually would need sauce. Sauce, right. You forget all of them. Mm -hmm. I give you a pass that time. I say, you know what? It's okay. You're very professional, polite. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's all right. And I understand. I notice you're having a hard day and it's very busy. Gotcha. However, the next time I come to this same establishment, mm -hmm. you do the same thing. But this time, you don't even acknowledge it. Because I gave you a pass the first time, it has begun to be passive mm -hmm. when I come now. Right. You don't so have you don't put that same effort because you in your you make a mental note subconsciously. It's not it's not that deep. You, yeah. They won't mind. They won't mind. And see, that's why I that's why I said that statement because the little things in relationships, the little things become big. Y'all, if you got if you guys uh kept up with us last week, we were talking about divorce. Mm -hmm. You know, because we, we were just having thought, we were just sharing our feelings on that. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it now. But what we were saying in that episode is in short, you have to assess what you are doing, what you are bringing to the table, because you already you already have shared you know, your issue that you have with your spouse. Mm -hmm. You already shared that. But what what ha what happened to you? What happened to your part? So to close out the work category, you have to handle people with care, right? We put these little tabs on our mail and our package that says handle with care. But each and every one of us have a tag on our heart that says handle with care. And, and in your relationships, you don't want to begin to create habits, right, mm -hmm. around neglect. Mm -hmm. I know you're probably saying, where is she going with this? We want you all to recognize that in your relationships, you do create habits where you begin to miss the little signs of neglect or the little signs of hurting your spouse's feelings or the little signs that you aren't taking your job as serious. You cannot begin to create these narratives or these ideas that cutting corners is okay, that what I used to do, I don't have to do anymore. You know, those habits that you created to get with the person, that's why they liked it. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they got with you. That's why you know, you all progress to the next level of your relationship because of the habits, the mannerisms, the behaviors that you showcased in the beginning. You can't let those habits go now that you're with the person or now that you're at a different level. 
Right. Um, also, when you said that, my mind was thinking about how sometimes, uh, specifically in marriages, mm -hmm. we get comfortable mm -hmm. to the point that the things that we used to do prior to marriage or when we first got married, we slack off. Right. And slacking off a little bit begins to be more and more. And the only example I was thinking in my head right then was, for example, when we first were dating, I was very neat, very crew cut, you know, very particular. So for me to a year later after we we're married, all of a sudden, I got a big old beard just out here. Now, nothing's wrong with a beard, but I'm not trimming it up. I don't have the maintenance. Yeah, I'm not doing the maintenance like I was prior to us being married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's more than just facial. It's just appeal. Appeal factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes both ways. Most people for years, decades, centuries, if not, people <laughs> have just put that on the woman. Uh-huh. But I like to rewrite the narrative to hold men accountable and husbands accountable as well because same thing. Same thing. Same thing. You have mm -hmm. to most people, you know, it's like, you know, you gotta and and I it sometimes stems from one generation teaching the next generation. You have to keep as a woman, you have to keep yourself up, sweetie. You want to be appealing to your husband or your, you know, you da 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 da. But it's like the man gets the wrong free. Now nah, you don't have to do nothing. Just grow out. Look, wild man, Steve. Like, it don't <laughs> And I, look, I used to have a beard. And yeah, he I, did. And I keep, the, you know, kept it shaped up. Nothing's wrong with beard, fro, dread, whatever that is. But yeah. be neat. Be That's, neat about it. Yeah. yeah. Be the same way you were when you first got together that attracted that person, person to, to you. you. And I think that. The, the main thing we want everybody to catch from this episode is, like, don't forsake the little things. Case in point, if I go downstairs and I make Quentin his coffee, you know, and I bring it up to him, that's a little thing, you know, or giving him a kiss on the cheek before I go to work. Mm -hmm. That's a little thing, you know, making sure to not say... He don't care about that kiss on the cheek or he don't care about the call. Whatever. Whatever the case is. Like, just really taking heed to those little gestures that, that worked. Mm -hmm. That works for us. That works for that couple. You know, that was something that Quentin had shared when we first got together. And it stuck with me for years. He was like, I understand you might look at such and such or you may have conversations with a, B, and C, but we have to develop our own narrative. We have to develop our own structure, mm -hmm. how we flow. And it's not to say you can't take a word of advice or consideration, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I flow a certain way. He flows a certain way. He knows me. I know him. And we got to uh, act accordingly, mm -hmm. you know? When we get books like um, Marriage Be Hard by Kev and Melissa, we get those books when we purchase books. You guys can go purchase the book too. Go check the link in the description box. But when we read those books and we're reading the book with our friends too, mm -hmm. 
So when you begin to have those couple conversations is what we like to call it. When you begin to have those couple conversations about, you know, how marriage is and how, you know, you flow it in your home and things like that, what you've learned from the other person, those things build you up. And there are times where you're talking to another couple and you're like, oh, that's actually a good idea. And you may utilize it in your home in your own way. Yeah, it's meant to expand you, expand your mind. Most people go through life just sticking to one way only. Mm-hmm. You know, allowing yourself to expand beyond what you know is truly how you grow. Um, mm-hmm. And just to kind of, you know, I know you said, you know, getting off the work topic. The reason we have to insert the work topic periodically is because that is a big part and factor of marriage relationship overall overall yeah because you spend an average of eight to 12 hours away from your home whether it's eight hours working or eight hours an hour drive there an hour drive back true we usually don't factor these things in so by the time we get home we're burnt out we're tired depending on the day we've had Mm -hmm. and that goes into another thing about doing what you love and get your passion about yes versus what you like Mm mm-hmm so uh, I just want to tie that in to just say like an example is when we first got married, I did more Saturday breakfasts for you or we alternated sometimes mm-hmm. when we first got married. Mm-hmm. Um, then when we got, we, you know, we got busy with jobs. At one time, we both had two jobs. Mm-hmm. So we did. And even in the midst of that, we, we, we really still swung it. We, we, we worked it out. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to get consumed by external factors. So that's why I said it before, mm-hmm. but intention, you got to be intentional. You got to be intentional. And I think that the intentionality comes from the the why. And I know people say that all the time, like, know your why, keep your why in the forefront. But I'm learning that your why matters because that's your driving force. You know, why did I get married? Tyler Perry asked us that question twice. Mm-hmm. Why did I get married? Why did I get married too? So, and it is more, the why is just to create, the why serves the purpose, just like if you would see in a work summary or company statement, the mission and vision. And you know what? We got a sidebar question. Do you all have a mission for your family? A vision for your family? Like, just like he said, the, the companies have mission and vision statements. Do you all have mission and vision statements for your family? Like, you know, the Baker family uh, prays together. We go and we work upon work on our businesses and things of that nature. Like, do you have some, some key factors that you consider for your family? You know, health-related category, work-related category. Like, for example... We always have the foundational point of legacy. Having legacy in the Baker family looks like blank. And we begin to list what that looks like. So think about that for yourselves. Do you all have a legacy plan? And if you don't, um, a template for that is, it just kind of goes like this. The Baker family main objective is 
upholding a life of long-lasting legacy to not only touch our family, but to touch families across the world. Mm -hmm. Because what we do matter, we serve our family. You must take care of your home first before you can take care of others. Mm -hmm. And I believe it is just a mission mm -hmm. to help others in need. And in need does not always look like money, food. In need just may mean, are you okay? Yeah. Support. A life of service. Yeah. So. And I feel like that is why, you know, Quinn and I are working through this podcast because we want to be able to touch other families through words of encouragement, advice, and just give you thought-provoking topics to just make you assess yourself. We are all about self-assessment. We are all about keeping the main thing the main thing. And then, of course, building from that. Like, not staying where you are, but growing. You know? Mm -hmm. Growing together. So, we don't want you guys, we want you guys to really recognize that you have to continue to do the little things. Because the little things become big things. Why? Because that little kiss on the cheek before you go to bed or before you go before you go to work, it is a reminder of a level of intimacy, right? Reading together, praying together, having open conversations, having like a no phone zone or a no phone hour. You know, those type of things help to build up discipline, respect, collaboration it just builds up your family dynamic and i just believe that when we all begin to take a moment mm -hmm. and just reflect what is that thing you know i love the five love languages by gary dr gary chapman but we also have to recognize what's the love language that we don't speak mm -hmm. you know those moments where you know quentin might surprise me with a gift, a just because gift. For example, for my birthday, Quentin got me a brooch. He knows I love owls. And so he got me a brooch in the shape of an owl. But he also considered other factors like the brooch had a gem inside of it that it was purple. And he said that that signifies royalty. The actual brooch is gold. So that signifies wealth. And then the owl itself signifies wisdom. So like it was a brooch to some people. But for Quentin, he took that love language the extra mile and gave it a more sentimental value. So just really understanding your spouse outside of the traditional way mm -hmm. is what really builds that. As people like to say on social media, oh, so, you know, if you want that all factor, you got to do some, you got to take some time with your spouse. <laughs> it made me, when you said that, you know, I I like, um, what is his name? Pastor Mike. Mm -hmm. Pastor Mike Jr. And he, you know, he has this sermon in a segment where he says, you know, you put a house, a lock on your house because you like it. You put a, you know, he just went down and down the list. You put a, blank on this because you know this but what about 
he didn't say this, but I'm just saying, what about your marriage? You know, you lock your car because you like your car, obviously. You put a house, a lock on your house because you love, you know, you love your house. You want to protect your house. But what about your marriage? Mm -hmm. What are you willing to do or what measures mm -hmm. are you willing to go? So, you know, I think my point in leading up to that is just to say. The kiss on the cheek, right? Mm -hmm. The level of intimacy, the simple here, I fixed your coffee. Um, those are the little things, but what's little can become big. Every big thing started from a little place. That's true. So we have to understand basic principles and we got to learn to be more creative. Mm -hmm. Um, the creative, it's like we can be creative. We can be creative in all these external places <laughs> except for home. I don't understand that. I don't know. And I, I do understand it because I have, we all fall trapped, me included. Mm -hmm. We creative at work. How can we fix this? How can mm -hmm. we, we in, we in meetings, giving solutions, giving, mm -hmm. but we're like, okay. And an example of this is, you know, someone says, well, how does, how do we fix the retention at work? It's just, it's like we're not retaining people like we used to. We can come up with a solution out of this world for that. I mean, step-by-step -step project. But when it comes to home, like, how do we create, cultivate a more loving, loving and family-oriented home? Whether it's games, putting away phones, designated movie nights, X, Y, Z. We don't have children, but just even if we had children now, a, a game night, non-negotiable on Wednesday, like Thursday. Exactly. Non-negotiable. Phones away. Like I told, we were joking, but I told Bri, I'm like, when we have children, I'm like, container, all phones <laughs> here. Drop off. Because it's, we get consumed. We have to begin to create balance. Yeah. And, and I know people say, well, balance, that's too deep. That's too deep. But when we say balance, we know what the word means by definition. Balance for your home could look like on Mondays, just throwing something out there for the sake of example, on Mondays, Brianna will do X, A, B, C. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, Quentin will do, you know, one, two, three. As long as ABC and one, two, three get done, it doesn't technically matter who, you know what I mean? But if we have to make it plain, it could be Brianna cover ABC, Quentin cover one, two, three, the house is balanced. Mm -hmm. The house is balanced, you know? And that way it takes away the, you know, who, 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 we already got a plan. And the other thing about, and that's why it's like we can't leave out work because the work point serves as a reference that we make so many accommodations for the workplace, yes. but not as many for the home because the home is, we treat it as a flexible schedule. Come on. Versus a, when we get to work, it's like, okay, we're going to be here from nine to five. So this is what we got to do. Once five o'clock done, we done. 
but that had a strategic order. Mm-hmm. The home sometimes kind of just like, mm-hmm. you know, I get it the next week. That good. That's good. And that's why I was saying earlier, creating the buffers, because there are times where, for example, like like we said, we currently don't have kids, but we're. But anyway, <laughs> when it comes to your family life, your children may begin to do extracurricular activities. So traditionally, Tuesdays and Thursdays could have been, you know, dinner at the table. But because of a late practice, it could be dinner on the go. So making those adjustments, excuse me, as you begin to grow with your children and go through their schedule, shoot, it could be the same thing with your spouse. Your spouse could pick up an activity where that club meets on a particular day. And so you adjust around the club. And then after that club meeting, y'all go out or whatever it is. So really making that, that, taking that time to not forsake the little things because when I was in Maryland, I never forget this, Quentin and I were just talking, as we like to say, talking. So while I was in Maryland for five months at an internship, I was away. I was in Maryland. And so every night, legitimately, we only missed like one or two nights. It wasn't much in those five months. But Every night he would talk to me and he was actually working at a, at a job where he was rotating out, rotating shifts. So even on his shift, he made time to text me back, call me. You know, we would do this thing where we would get on Pinterest and y'all can take this tip if you want to. It's all right. But we would get on Pinterest and we would send each other pins. So I might send him a pen like, ooh, this outfit would be nice on you. And he might send a pen back, what about this outfit for you? And then, ooh, what about this trip idea? And then, so it was like, ooh, look at this food. You want to cook this when I come home? So like it was... Tailor it to who, who, who you are, both of you are. Yeah. And I know one of our other things was like, this would so be so nice as a future home like making boards specifically for certain things like yeah we did a wedding board i mean we was legit we were legit it's a fun way you know it just shows that technology can be used in a good way in you a know? powerful way yeah. yeah we live in a digi world digitized world however it's our behaviors mm-hmm. amongst the will we be controlled by the digital or will we control the digital will you know, so I just think, you know, those key points, the little things matter and learning how to really develop a plan, a plan around the little things so they don't get missed. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. We're going to take a woosah and we'll be back with the conversation card. Let's take a moment and shout out a business. This is the voice of the owner of Streamline Media Agency where we service small business owners with content creation and social media management. This podcast is produced by Streamline Media Agency. Need help? Call us. StreamlineMediaAgency.com All right, so we're back with the conversation cards. I feel like a Las Vegas card dealer. All right. (laughs) 
Pick your lucky card. Yeah, damn. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm going to cheat on you. On okay, well, let me just shuffle move. Them up. I got to shuffle them up now. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Now, pick a card. Yeah, hold it here. I did. I did. I did. I guess right. I'm not the best card dealer. All right. <laughs> if social media didn't exist, how would your life be different? You want me to go first? Yes. For me, I probably would do more writing. Mm. I think probably I would have honestly wrote quite a few books already. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, the time I, I like, I'm intrigued by what I see. So I write about it. I write a different perspective. Because everybody sees something different in everything. Um, and that's just my way of expression and getting it out. Mm-hmm. But um, instead of reading um, or writing, I'm reading more on social media versus, mm-hmm. you know, taking that time. And we all, it's just how we've been wired to get consumed with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, I would say I, well, you know, guys, I built a business around social media. <laughs> so, I would be honestly shifting gears, but, you know, I think about times before there was just a company that would make you a flyer. Mm-hmm. There was a company that was making your radio ads. So mm-hmm. essentially, I would be creating from that perspective. Um, so again, going back to Quentin's point, I will be creating on a different level. Like the creativity will be a lot broader because there was nothing to mimic. There was nothing to be on repeat. Like, you know, when you guys look at TikTok, when we all look at TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all Twitter. When we look at these people, they are us included. They are kind of using the same songs, you know, kind of giving you the same terms, the same jig to the left, jig to the right, you know. So you you do it, you kind of see the same things. Like it's just, do you like, do you know, do you trust the person that you're looking at? That's the question. That's it. So, honestly, if there wasn't social media, I would be creating on a whole nother level because there would be no reference. Outside of the radio and the flyers itself, but because of the fact that I I can't see 59 versions of the same thing, right? So, you're like, hey, that version looked better than this version, but it's like, you really... In that time frame or prior to social media, I truly believe those who were behind the flyers from times before, they kept it real basic. It wasn't about the boom shakalaka. That's my that's my terminology. It wasn't about the boom shakalaka. It was about let's just get this information out and get it out correctly. As time progressed, the flyer became the oh the overall view like the flyer had to literally be like a movie, but sometimes it had to tell you extra, extra stuff. stuff yeah. yeah, but some of the simplest when you go back in the days of Vegas and all of that 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 era when it was first started, a lot of that stuff was simple. My point is, a lot of simple without the boom shakalaka honestly makes more money, more revenue. And that's why we said that's why the episode today was 
Don't miss the simple things. Yeah. Because you will literally overwork yourself trying to say, what can I do? Go back to eating. And what, what <laughs> I think with social media, because you're not, I'm not a big social. Yeah, between the two of us, he's really not. I yeah. can disconnect easily. Yeah, he's like, peace. Um, just because, like, it has to be a purpose. Mm-hmm. Post with a purpose. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't believe, like, Facebook, all these outlets should not ever, ever know every single thing you think. Uh, and that's their whole premise. As soon as you get up there, what you thinking? Yeah. Because it's honestly, it's a collection of data. And you just and we just give it away. We just give it away. So and that's why we want you guys to know: don't give away everything. Some of the stuff you guys need to hold it for the book. Yeah. Or hold it for a proper conversation. You know, everybody doesn't need to know everything, and everything has its own timing. I'm telling you guys. And learn how to learn how to monetize your brand. You yourself are brand. The you, personal branding. Yeah. You are a living, speaking brand. Mm-hmm. So protect that. Protect yourself. For sure. So um, as we do, we like to close out with a reflective thought and just a way to be more resilient. So what's your reflective thought mm. overall from today's topic? My reflective thought is making more Honestly, putting blocking, you know, using that time blocking method, mm-hmm. taking about 15 minutes a day or so, whatever it needs to look like for me, mm-hmm. whether it's every day or every other day and just just do reflection mm-hmm. like quiet phone on do not disturb for that time frame and just purely do reflection. How can I be better? Um, how can the little things that have occurred? Or the little things that I did today, how can I continue to do that and build? Mm-hmm. For me, I would say my reflective thought, especially with that question of the day, along with our conversation card, really zoning in on taking more time up in the business. You know, like the business of podcasting, the business of streamline, and all other aspects of the Baker home, like taking up more time in those categories, even though obviously we use social media as a vehicle, understand that the vehicle don't run without gas. Mm. So taking time to refuel ourselves by getting off of social media so that we can fill up our business with information, with content, with things of that nature. So when we do come back on the platform, it's not that we're pressed about the other person, but we are focused. We just pressing the gas, baby. We just pressing the and gas. And we know what gas go in our vehicle. Yeah. That's important. Like, you don't put 87 in what supposed to be going in, you know, like three. three. Exactly. You, you gotta and I, that's difference. the thing. We be trying to mix gases. Mm-mm. That's why your car ain't running. AKA, <laughs> that's why your business ain't running. That's why your marriage ain't running. That's why your job ain't running because you trying to mix and merge when you got to keep the main thing, the main thing, and don't miss the little things. So in order to be more resilient, we're going to make it simple today. 
don't forget the small thing. Mm -hmm. Don't forget it. So, listen, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Comment down below what you thought about it. We would love to hear it. And guess what? Before we close, we want to also pay honor to all the veterans. So, if you are a veteran or know of a veteran, comment their name down below so that we can drop a flag in honor of them. All right. Salute you and this has been another episode of Resilient Love. See ya. Thank you to all listeners and subscribers. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on Apple so that we can continue sharing resilient love. Thanks for listening.